Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Okay. Hey, everybody. I want to thank you for joining us today for our, our special episode here of Bible News Radio. You guys are awesome, just so you know. And uh, and today we actually do have a very special episode. And so I'm going to bypass some of the normal stuff that I actually do, like doing our sponsors here at the top, because my guest is only going to be on for about 20, 25 minutes. And I want to be able to introduce you to him if you don't know who he is. So those of you guys who are coming in, please make sure that you go and share this out. I know that sometimes it takes a while for Periscope to get to everybody, but if you don't mind, uh, share this out. And I, I actually got to give a shout out to Mia. Mia, I want to thank you, uh, first of all, for sending me and Bareface uh, the holder that you sent me and Bareface. You know how I'm always saying, hey, I wish I had an Arcon mount to hold up the phone and everything. Well, Mia sent me and Bareface a, a mount that we could actually use and and so I'm looking that way now but anyway so just want to say thank you for that and thank everybody in the whole world for coming in because God loves you just so you know all right okay so how many of you guys know what the Beatitudes are put a one you probably all do if you read the Bible uh that's buzzing in my ear <laughs> it got loud okay Anyway, so you don't know what the Beatitudes are? Okay, well, hey, well, that's good because we're going to teach you about it today. You know, we always do a we always do a verse of the day, an evangelism quote of the day. And I'm just going to tell you the Beatitudes are found in Matthew chapter five. And I'm just going to read this little piece, this portion of scripture just for you really fast. Okay, so the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter five, beginning of verse three says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And, and you can actually read the rest of the chapter of, of Matthew chapter 5. So that's what has inspired the project that we're actually going to be talking about today with our guest who is no stranger to Christian music world. If you've ever heard of Delirious, you might know who he is. He is Stu Gerard, a.k.a. Stu G. And he's an award-winning guitarist, uh, songwriter, and author. And he has been joined by six-time Grammy Award-winning and platinum-selling recording artist and philanthropist Amy Grant, you might have heard of her before, uh, to tell remarkable true stories of mercy in the Beatitudes Project. And so he is here to talk about that with us. And I'm really super excited to have you on the show, Stu. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Stacy. Really, really good to be with you. Yeah. And hey, you know what? I go and let everybody know. Stu is on Periscope, just so you know. And uh, you can... That's right. Uh, are, are you still in there? You're, you probably are. I can't remember. Yeah. All right. 
So if you're there, everybody, go ahead and follow him because sometimes he does Periscope. He's actually on Twitter as well, and his name is Stu Geo, like Stu Geo. <laughs> That's it. Like, like Stu G-I-O. Yeah, it's like Sergio, but Stu at the front. There you go. All right. Yeah. So so thank you for coming on our show. You're a neighbor here. In, you're in Franklin. We're in Spring Hill. And, yeah. Um, and I heard about your project from, you know, your publicist. And I, yeah. I just want you to tell us about it. Tell us about the Beatitude Project because I think it's very cool. Yeah, so thank you. So, yeah, so growing up, I always uh, was aware of the Beatitudes. You know, the Sermon on the Mount was always, it's always been my favorite bit of scripture because I've always seen it as the essential sort of Jesus teaching. Um, but the thing is with the, the Beatitudes, and, and just so people know, it's they're like announcements of blessing. And, um, and, and what Jesus is doing is he's on a mountainside um, and he's kind of giving like the Jesus way, like the Jesus creed. Um, it's almost like his 10 commandments in, in, in a way. Right. So, um, but he's, he's telling, he's announcing to people what, um, who, who is blessed. And, um, and so years and years, I, I thought that, the the beatitudes were announcements of uh, uh of you know if you if you can be like this if you can uh like attain these this set of virtues then you'll get a blessing and yet um but i discovered that um it's not it's completely the opposite of that it's not about attaining anything it's about these announcements that god is on your side so um so you know some of the some of the scholars that are way cleverer than i am uh, would say that we could translate blessing like as the announcement of presence. So like, you know, so for instance, in our lives, you know, we want certainty and answers. And uh, the older we get, we discover they're kind of just illusions, you know, but actually um, what we're offered is presence. It's like God is with you. God is on your side. So he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. And it is the literal poor, like those who are ex- in extreme poverty. And it is those of us that spirits are crushed. And there's, there's many things that crush our spirits. You know, um, Dallas Willard says uh, the spiritual zeros, you know, like when we've got nothing left. Gene Peterson says you're blessed when you're at the end of the rope. And um, so, you know, anyone that's kind of been familiar with a depression or, or some such thing, it, it's kind of like when you have nothing left, the announcement is you're blessed. God is on your side. And it's kind of like upside down. Cause like we don't feel blessed and, and it doesn't look like we're in a blessed place then. But, uh, and, and so it goes on blessed are those who mourn. Um, uh, and so, you know, many of us would know what it's like to lose someone close to us. Um, and again, it's the worst feeling in the world. It doesn't feel like you're blessed. And yet what is offered to us is presence. And so it's not just when, uh, there's a death but it's when there's grief of change like what are the things what are the changes that happen to you that you don't want you know that are unexpected that you don't want so it's like um i don't know it's like careers ending it's relationships finishing it's divorce it's like losing a baby it's kind of you know it's um all, all the things that happen in life that that we don't want to happen to us and the announcement is um if you mourn your comfort will come. So it's the grief of change. It's when we send our our last child in the house off to college, you know, and, and life changes at that moment. Um, and um, uh, and if we let ourselves mourn, our comfort will come. Uh, so it's about presence. You know, the meek, 
blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. This is probably the most subversive and political announcement that he makes. You know, like we often talk about meekness as a virtue, right? And Jesus is announcing that it's those who are, that don't have the power. It's those that are bullied and uh, displaced and marginal, um, that are overlooked and, and overshadowed and under-resourced and, you know, um, I'm painting a bleak picture there. And, and, and that's true. It's like, you know, he's saying these are the people that are blessed, you know, because I'm with them. I'm on their side. It's the folks who are hungry and thirsty. You know, it says blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And we can translate that like from the Greek. Um, it actually means righteousness and justice. And so it's those who ache for justice. So, like, think about what do you ache for that you can't do anything about like you feel powerless to do anything about whether that's a global world thing could be refugees or uh, war or weapons or whatever it could be a communal thing like um uh poverty in your neighborhood be a really super personal thing like an addiction that has a power over you that's under your skin and and the blessing is that when that is still in a state of not being fixed when there's ache and lack and longing i'm on your side i am with you and so those first four Beatitudes are really about poverty, you know, and about the things that are missing in our lives and, and the moments that we are at the bottom of life. And the announcement is that you are blessed. I am on your side. I'm with you even in that. And then, um, and then comes mercy. Like blessed are the merciful for those shall be shown mercy. And we start to see an invitation into a way of living here um, by showing mercy to ourselves I think it offers us a real uh, path of internal work, um, you know, and and, uh, and and then to also offer it to others um, and to be less judgmental, um, to be kind, showing kindness and compassion. Um, and we'll come back to that in a minute when we talk about mercy and the women that I talked about in the book. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the pure in heart for they shall see God, you know, what, what an amazing thing to be able to see God, but you know, he's saying that you're blessed when you, when you have a pure heart. And I think that this is less about being holy and super spiritual, but having a whole heart, you know, and I think a divided heart looks like um, the true self and false self. The thing that we show on, on uh, social media, you know, it's like mm-hmm. we, we show the life that we want to portray, but inside it might be a completely different story. You know, in the shadows um, we have secrets and, things that we don't want people to know and um and so and, I, and I, I think that we kind of have a whole heart when we start to see the world through the eyes of a child again and um and begin to see wonder and awe and beauty and mystery and um and i think that starts to put our, our hearts back together and and um and the blessed are the peacemakers uh, not the peace talkers or the peacekeepers um it's those that actually face conflict it's not a lack of conflict it's 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 cho- not choosing sides and walking from behind our um walls of safety and getting into that space of uh, where the conflict is and and saying we can live another way um and if we live this way um if we if we're where god is at with the poor and with those who mourn and with those who are displaced, bullied, marginalized, and with those who hunger and thirst for justice, if we show mercy and if we become peacemakers, then we will get a pushback because, oh, yeah. um, you know, our, uh, this counterintuitive message and, and this upside down kingdom, which is good news for the poor, right. 
is not good news for those who feel have everything in control and then feel like they have the power. And so, um, and so we will get a pushback. Even in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, um, where we're not persecuted for our faith. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I mean, it really is. And uh, you've said so much. <laughs> but, you know, it's important, you know, and everybody who just came in, this is Stu Gerard, a.k.a. Stu G, just so you know. And his website, you guys, you need to go over to BeatitudeProjects.com, uh, right? That's right. Okay, you can go there. Thank you. There, there's actually 18 songs on this brand new CD, right? There's 18 plus. Yeah. Does that include the bonus songs? I forgot. Um, yeah. So on this, on the, the CD is a little bit different to the what's on iTunes, but there is okay. 18 tracks on the CD, and some of those tracks are interspersed are are, are spoken word segments. Yeah. Uh, we actually made a poem um, that repeats at the end all in one go. So there's probably 14 actual songs on it and then um, three or four parts of a poem. Okay. And after, just so you know, we only have Stu for a few more minutes, so we will be playing some of the music after he's gone, just so you know. Thank so you. Don't worry. Uh, but the, the lead song, the, the one that everybody I think is talking about, is the one that you did with Amy Grant Yeah. Uh, called Morning Light. Tell us the story about that and uh, yes. how you got Amy involved in the project, which is very cool. Excellent. So um, when um, I talked about the mercy uh, chapter in the book and the mercy song, I had this feeling that it should be a women's, uh, uh, they should be women's stories and a woman's voice on the song. Mm-hmm. And I have a mentor on a project and he's a Jewish rabbi. I hit him up and said, Hey, I've just got this thought. And he said, you're absolutely right. Because uh, at the, the inside the Hebrew uh, language there's always these three letter words and inside the word that we translate as mercy is the three letter word Rachem which, which means womb so it's like this everything about mercy is feminine and uh, um, it's, it's, the, it's from the womb compassion from the womb of God and so I thought well that's stunning for a start let's lift up the heads of some women and so um, uh, I, I reached out to uh, Thistle Farms and my my friend Becca Stevens, who's a priest there, and they work with survivors of prostitution, trafficking, uh, drug abuse, um, addiction, and, and you know rape and living on the streets. And these women, after years and years of being caught in this dark life, um, get their life back in this community of women in in Thistle Farms. And um, through that, I met this woman called Gail Owens, who um, was on death row and it, she was actually incarcerated for 27 years and um uh so i met her and i thought wow what does mercy look like to a woman who who came within 72 days of her execution um and had it commuted to a life sentence and is now out on parole and so um i'd previously been on a, in a concert with michael w smith and Amy Grant was playing it as well. And she sat down with me and we were having coffee and she just said, hey, what's going on in your world? And so I told her about the idea for the Beatitudes Project. And uh, she said, that's really compelling mm-hmm. and, and interesting. Is there anything I can do to help? And I said, well, would you like to write a song? And she said, yes, straight away. And it kind of like stunned me. I, I, I couldn't believe that this complete superstar uh, wanted to write a song with me for this record. And so... Um, uh, over the next months, we, you know, I, I sent her some music. She sent me some lyric ideas. We, we sat down with Gail Owens and heard her story, and um, and that's how we wrote the song "Morning Light." 
Yeah, that's so cool. And, you know, and I know that I think I can't remember if I sent Randall a photo of, of that or not. But if we didn't, we'll go ahead and make sure we get it up later. See, and that is so cool. See, everybody, this is this is the body of Christ doing something totally awesome and totally cool through music. But it's not just that. You know, you are actually, you wrote a book and also, is the film out? I can't remember. I'm middle-aged. Sorry. Say it again. Is Is the the film? Is is the film out? (laughs) Uh, No, we're we're still in editing mode of the film right now. But um, yeah, so the the book is called Words from the Hill, An Invitation to the Unexpected. And um, uh, that's really the backbone of the project because it it became about uh, finding stories that helped us see what the Beatitudes look like in the 21st century. You know, and like I said, I'm not an academic, I'm not a scholar, um, but it, this is my journey, an experience of gathering stories. You know, um, I'm really drawn to poetry, I'm drawn to art, I'm drawn to music. And so th- this book is kind of like that. It's, it's, it's the way that I've experienced the Beatitudes uh, through a 21st century lens. Um, and, uh, so inside the book, you'll find all these stories that inspired some of the songs like that one with Gail and Amy. Um, and then the film kind of takes it further. And, and we um, we talk to some of the people that are in the book, but also uh, we filmed every recording session and um, yeah. and interviews with all the artists. So there's, you know, little stories behind the songs and it's a, it's a really compelling piece. It is. And the whole CD is, I mean, I haven't seen the whole film, but I've seen parts of it. And, and the uh, the CD itself, you guys, is excellent. I have a copy of it. I've listened to it. There's really cool songs. There's one song called uh, Holy Troublemaker, yeah. which I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting pushed but, yeah. back. But, so yeah. Holy Troublemakers, that's the, the name that we've, that we've given to um, the people who are um, living a life worthy of persecution. So, um, you know, there is such a thing as persecution for your faith, you know, and uh, um, folks in the Middle East or in China or in Africa, you know, some people are getting killed for being Christians, right? And so, but that's not our story right now here in Franklin, Tennessee. And so what does it look like to live a life worthy of persecution? And, And so it becomes about questions again. So who am I colluding with? Am I colluding with the dominant powers that be of money, sex and, and commercialism and, you know, just uh, all the things that would drive us along? Or are we swimming upstream and saying, no, I'm, I'm going to stand up for the voiceless. I'm going to um, um, uh, uh, be a voice for, the, for those that don't, you know. And so, um, so and those people I call holy troublemakers. And so I wrote that song with Martin Smith. Um, who was the lead singer of Delirious that we, you know, we had all that 17 years together. And so that was a really great full circle moment for me. And we had a brilliant time recording and writing that song. Yeah. See, you know, I think unconsciously that song really stood out to me because I wrote the voice of the martyrs persecution blog for eight years. Wow. And so, yeah, I'm real familiar with, with that. And, you know, it's interesting because people often look at um, uh, all the horrible stuff in the world, but they don't necessarily look at the blessing that can often, you know, God can, can bring all the good out of that to those who love God. Right. You know, yeah. it causes all things to work together for good. And um, right. it's totally cool. I mean, it's totally cool. There's so much more, everybody. Uh, I don't want to, I know you have an interview in another couple of minutes, so we got five more minutes. What do you want to emphasize? How do you want to end this? 
because I don't want um, to go over time. Well, I mean, firstly, just gratitude for, um, you know, being on your show and, um, and you know, and, and just asking the people that are, that are watching, like, please check this out. You know, I think that um, one of the main things that I want to portray, like the message of it really is that God is on your side like no matter what stage of life you're in. And this is a announcement for every human being. It's not just for the select few, you know, and uh, that, um, that if you find yourself uh, at the end of your rope or in the deepest grief, um, or just, just feeling like powerless to do something about your circumstances, that the, the, the announcement in the Beatitudes is I am with you. I'm on your side. It's all about presence. And, um, and so, and that's the blessing. And like, I don't really know what else to say. You know, it's like the the invitation to them be present to others. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I love that. And as a follower of Christ, you know, we have the Holy Spirit residing within us. His presence is with us. But we need to take authority and walk in that and not be ashamed of the gospel. And, yeah. uh, and you know, we hear, I think, unfortunately, we, we live in a skeptical society in some ways it's like oh you christians yeah rah rah because the media like gives portrays us one way but in, in some ways it's deserved because of the stereotypes but in most ways it's not if we could just get the church to rise up and do yeah. boldly the the exploits that god's called us to and i think that this is one of those through music yeah i think so i, I think you know that there's a couple of questions that uh, that trip people up you know some people say where is god and i think that the beatitudes especially the first four announced tell us where god is you know if he's, he's with us with the poor and the poor in spirit he's with those that are mourning he's with those that hunger and thirst he's with the meek the bullied the place the marginalized and um uh, i think that answers where he is and then so the other question is the certainty that trips people up when in statements like Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life, you know, right. and, and it, it kind of like, it, it, it means so much of, of the wrong thing to some people, you know? <laughs> so, um, uh, so what is the way? And I think the way of Jesus is showing mercy, living with an undivided heart is becoming peacemakers and being ready to take, the flack for it you know i think that is the way and like if um is that what my christianity looks like i think that's a good question to ask amen all right everybody Stu gerard is our guest and you guys can go you can learn more at uh, the beattitudesproject.com and tell everybody where they can follow you on twitter yeah so on twitter it's at stugio s-t-u-g-i-o and that's the same with instagram and then on facebook um if you search stuji then uh, you'll find me. There you go. All right. Hey, you know what? I have been so blessed to talk to you for the last hour, and uh, and I I love this project. So I know it's thank you so much. I really appreciate your support. That's it's fantastic. You got it. And when the film comes out, you can come back if you want. Love to do that. I'd love to have you. So all right. All right. So thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. So Randall, you want to go ahead and play that video? Sure. We're still on air, Stu, just so you know. So you can hang up whatever you want. Because my show goes for an hour. Not that one. <laughs> uh, don't worry, everybody. We're still here. Randall's doing his thing. Don't worry. All right. 
It just started playing for me, so. Don't worry. <laughs> it's coming. We are not TBN people, just so you know. <laughs> Turn up the volume there. Okay. All right. Okay, let's watch this video. Is that the four-minute video or the the one with Amy? Uh, the short one. Okay, that's the one with Amy. Okay. That's okay. That's a good one. All right. When Stu asked me to write the song on Mercy... I was already hooked by the way he had described the Beatitudes. Mercy looks so many different ways. It's really just kindness. so great to see a song begin at the beginning of the day with a guitar and vocals, and then everybody added their gift to it, and it just bloomed into something really gorgeous. Yeah, isn't that cool? That is uh, a short trailer, and just so you guys know, you can actually go over to uh, Stu, uh, Stu, StuGWorld.com. That's Stu Gerard. Stu S-T-U-G World.com. And you can actually watch the four-minute video that talks about this whole thing. Uh, there's a number of lyric videos over on uh, YouTube you can check out. In fact, we, can, we might want to play one of those too. Um, but first, we want to thank our sponsors. And I also, as Bareface is getting that up, I uh, wanted to say hi to everybody coming into the chat room. This is a different show than normal, and it's really cool that uh, you guys came in to to see Stu. I don't know how many of you are familiar with with the the old Christian band, and I do not mean old in the sense of like, eh, Sonny, we're really old here, uh, but <laughs> Delirious. I don't know how many of you guys are even familiar with Delirious? Because cause I was I loved Delirious way back in the day. You know what I mean? So, hey, Randall, do you have any thoughts on Delirious? Delirious. Uh, yeah, great. Um, let's see. Uh, boy, I'm kind of far back here. You remember them, Rick? Of course, because you're old. That's why. I have to get real <laughs> close to the camera here. But uh, yeah, good stuff. I mean, just a wide range of stuff. Uh, I always have appreciated their their versatility. Versatility? Yeah. What is it? Versatility. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can speak English, really. I can't. Not the, not the Queen's English, but uh, American English. Uh, the versatility of, of them. You know, just uh, some you know soft ballads or really hard rocking songs, and just great songs of praise that um, honor the Lord at the end of the day, no matter what the genre. Um, you remember this song? Gonna have a hard time. I can't hear it. Are you just using your speakers? Oh. oh there we go. How's that? Is that better? Um, oh, oh, sound went down. Sorry. Hold on. 
<laughs> Can you hear it? Barely. Getting better. Getting louder. There we go. Remember this, you guys? morning song but I mean, we did it yeah um, well the name of the name of the actual band that we were just playing is delirious which i don't think they make music anymore but um, we just had on Stu gerard who used to be the the uh, guitarist and the songwriter for Del- delirious many right. years ago and the new project is called the beatitudes project i want to play you the whole song of uh, holy troublemakers uh listen to this the tracks on the Beatitudes. You can go to thebeatitudesproject.com. The Attitudes Project. I didn't see what you were. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. So that was called Holy Troublemaker. And um, now let's thank our sponsors. And then I just sent you the YouTube lyric video to Morning Light. I'd like to play that one too. Okay. If, if uh, you don't mind. But first, let me welcome all of you guys. Thank you for coming in. It is uh, nice to see you guys here. We're doing a different show today. We had a great interview with Stu Gerard, a.k.a. Stu G., and telling you about his brand new CD, which is really good. It's got a lot of Christian artists on it you would know. Uh and so check it out. But Ariel Ministries is our sponsor. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Ariel.org is the place to go if you want to get some great Messianic uh, Bible study teaching materials. The Life of the Messiah from Messianic Jewish Perspective, Volume 3, is now out. You guys can get that. Save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. And... Um, also, don't forget Camp Shoshana is also coming up next month as well. You can go to um, you can go to Ariel.org and learn more about that. And when you do, please let me know so I know. Uh, so just so I know, and let me know anyway. Uh, you know what you like about our show. In fact, don't forget you can become a pillar of our community by going to uh, BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. Uh, Pillars of the community are people who are simply donating $25 or more a month to us so that we can continue to spread the gospel the way that we are here on Periscope. Uh, And I have people who donate through check every month. I have people who donate through PayPal, set up an automatic payment, or just credit card donation. Or if you want, just send cash, too. You can do that. Lots of cash. Just Even pennies, if you so desire. You can mail me $25 worth of pennies a month. I don't care. But we want to thank you for being a pillar of the community, those of you who are. Uh, In fact, I was looking through our Pillar of the Community Facebook group and looking at who our main pillars are. Almost everybody who's one of our top 10 super fans, actually about six people in the the top 10 of our super fans are pillars of the community. So I want to thank all you guys out there for your support uh, because it really matters and it helps me out a lot. Um, and also pray in Jesus' name. 
ministry of Dr. Gordon James Klingenschmidt, who is a good friend of mine. Uh, he has email alerts that you can sign up for by going to praisejesusname.org. And you, you really do get a lot of good stuff there. And also faxcongress.com, which is the, the, the activist arm of Pray in Jesus' Name. When you're not praying, fax people in Congress. All right? So that's, that's very cool. And we're really, really thankful for that. Um, and I think, I think that's it for now. Tomorrow on the show is Pastor Pedro. Pastor P to a lot of you. Pastor Pete to me. He said I could call him Pastor Pete. Just so you know, and so I am. And he'll be our guest tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and I, I think he's, he's a lot bigger name on Periscope than Stu is. So there'll be a lot more people here tomorrow. But Stu actually has impacted the world in a way that Pastor Pete hasn't. But anyway, we're going to talk tomorrow to Pastor Pete. and It'll be fun. I, I'm totally looking forward to it. So, all right. So, Bareface, let me know when you got everything ready. I will let you know. Okay. In the meantime, those of you who are still in the chat room, how are you guys doing? Put a one up if you're doing great. Put a two up if you need prayer. Yeah. Or put a one and a two up. One and one if you need prayer and or one if you're doing great but you still need prayer. You can put a one or a two. I am waiting. By the way, those of you on Periscope, I uh appreciate you guys coming in. Those of you on Blog Talk Radio I appreciate you guys. Also, I'll let you know, Mark, Mark, you listened to our show yesterday. And actually, you were talking about Kamal and, uh, and Megan needs prayer. Okay. And, um, and the interview we did with Kamal this week uh, was really, really good. And I appreciate I'm glad that you, you enjoyed that interview. All right. The narrow gate. You got it. And Mia is number one. And Melanie's doing good, too. That's good. Carolyn, how are you doing? Bareface is in there too, but Bareface can't tell him. Tell, he can't say anything because, I can't. well, I, I, no, you can't really. Yeah, it's hard to type in the chat stream because my hands are pretty busy right now. Yes, they are. But I can go with the lyric video anytime you want. All right. So this, this is one of my favorite cuts off from the whole Beatitudes thing. It's called Morning Light, and uh, and it's about, well, watch it. You'll see. It's really good. Let me make sure that uh, we've got. All right, here we go. All right. Hello, Tom. this music. The instrumentation is awesome. Get back. 
about you guys but I love that song and I have to tell you if you just joined us let me tell you that was that was written um, uh, after Amy Grant and uh, Stu Gerard met Stu G who was on earlier in the show they met with Gail Owens and who was convicted as an accessory in her husband's murder after suffering years of emotional physical and sexual abuse at his hands Gail Owens, who is the the woman this was written about, spent 27 years on death row in Tennessee, six of them 
in solitary confinement where she kept herself whole by singing Amy Grant's song, My Father's Eyes, uh, offering her both comfort and solace. Uh, Owens was pardoned in 2010 uh, and was astonished when her remarkable story reached Amy Grant, inspiring Amy to write that song. Makes me cry. Here's the picture. I don't know if you can see it. There, I've moved down. I'm trying to move it closer. So that's her right there, the one that that was written about. Sorry, the digital. I have a digital photo. I just haven't brought it up. But can you imagine? I mean, you talk about God's mercy. And anyway, so Gail Owen, she's uh, talking about... Um, She's talking about um, how uh, in in one of the, the trailers, you guys can go to YouTube and you can look up all this stuff, but she's talking about how Mercy looks to her uh, after, you know, getting this pardon, you know, it looks to her being stuck in traffic on a freeway. You know, she has the, the blessing of getting stuck in traffic because, you know, she spent all that time. And, and think about it. I mean, think seriously, think about it. Her husband abused her sexually, physically, emotionally for all those years, and she was convicted as an accessory to the crime of killing him. Can anybody blame her for wanting to kill her husband who was doing all that stuff to her? Uh, nobody can. I don't think anybody with a, a, a sane mind can. But um, anyway, I, I don't know, Randall, what did you think of the song? Did you like it? Especially knowing the story behind it. Uh, yes, I did. Before I knew the story behind it, I mean, I was listening to the lyrics and reading them as, as we watched that. And, uh, and I could hear the, uh, the simultaneous relief and um, astonishment in it both, you know, I'm relieved to be in this place. And that yeah, is just, I can't believe I'm in this place and from where I've been. And, and I could see that immediately. But now hearing the story behind it is that much more. Yeah. Uh, meaningful. Well, there's other and, things too. And oh. it's no wonder that um, Amy Grant, you know, chose to write it. You know, when that, I can imagine the story as Stu told it to us. You know, they happen to be on a tour together with Michael W. Smith, and and there's a little downtime they have to talk to each other. And you know, she's hey, what's going on? And like, well, I'm working on this project, and I talked to this woman, and this is her story. I can see how that would move her to want to be involved and especially after hearing that story to honor it with uh, her own skills. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize the part about um, how she, she, the, how Gail Owens kept herself whole by singing Amy Grant songs, father's eyes. Yeah. I don't know how many of you are old enough to remember Amy Grant way back in the day when Christian music was really becoming, uh, you know, an, in, an industry. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because those of you who are part of the pillar of the community, you're going to see some of the behind the scenes discussion I had with Stu before the show. Um, but it, it's, it's interesting that um, uh, for me, I, I was raised in an unchristian home. I mean, it was not a Christian home at all. I was sexually abused. And um, I reported my perpetrator after all these years of being sexually abused almost on a daily basis. And when I went to uh, 
uh, a new school. Was, you know, I went to four elementary schools, two junior highs, one high school, where I met my friend Gail, who was in choir telling me about Christ. And thanks for sharing, Pastor Pete. Um, and anyway, Gail gave me a copy of Father's Eyes, which was Amy's, Amy's uh, cassette at the time. And I listened to it, and I don't know, you might want to pull that song up in case nobody's heard it. A lot of people haven't heard it. But this song, Father's Eyes, I'll tell you, for me in the situation that I was in, that song actually uh, carried me through a lot. And uh, those of you who don't know, I've had the blessing on more than one occasion of actually interviewing Amy Grant. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, and one of these days I will actually meet her in person because I live in the area that she lives in. But what's funny to me is the, uh, you know, how Amy's, you know, Amy got a lot of flack uh, way back in the day when she decided to cross over from Christian music into, quote, pop music when she released her song Baby Baby way back in the day. And then she got divorced from her husband, who was actually abusing her, okay? And the Christian world was kind of like, I can't believe you. And they really did a lot of mean things to her. I mean, they they boycotted her. They, I still have friends who hate Amy Grant because of that. And I'm like, you are an idiot. Because anybody who hates Amy Grant doesn't know who she is. Truly. Um and if I'm going to tell you something, if, if it was not for Amy Grant coming on my show in 2006, I wouldn't probably be here, just so you know, uh, because she, her, her publicist and her actually came on my show when, uh, when I was just starting out. I had no audience, and yet here's this A-list superstar, you know, coming on our show just to bless us and friends of Amy, okay? I mean, just saying, Okay. And so now, you know, it comes full circle. It's really interesting how things come full circle. Her, when I had Amy on our show way back in the day, um, when was, I was so nervous because I didn't know who she, you know, I thought she was this, like, person that was so intimidating and, you know, and all that. But what I found was she's super down to earth, um, you know, just like you and me, and very kind, um, and, uh, and I told her, I had the opportunity to actually tell her, uh, hi, Tawana. I actually had the opportunity to tell her, Amy, do you know that for the very first year of my Christian walk, I had no Christian fellowship with the exception of going to my Christian club on campus. Your song, your your whole cassette CD, Father's Eyes, actually was was basically my worship for a whole year of being persecuted as a Christian in my mom's house. And I, you know, I, she, I mean, she doesn't know. You know, like just like I don't know how all these shows impact you or a song I wrote years ago might touch you or whatever. She doesn't know the gazillions of lives, the way God has used something. And so I just share that to let you know that touched me in a way. And the Lord gave me an opportunity to be blessed by her and have her on our show. But now Stu Gerard, he was telling me that, you know, he actually asked, he said he was amazed. And remember, this guy was just a lead singer or one of the, the band members of the Christian pop band Delirious many years ago, which was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, was, well, I mean, you know, it, it wasn't yesterday. Yeah, so, true. but, you know, he's, he's 53. And um, I asked him, that was one of the first questions I asked him. Um, but anyway, and so, you know, he's talking to Amy and Amy is a philanthropist, as you guys know, and Vince Gill is her mm-hmm. husband and, Anyway, and and then we read this song and how that song, Father's Eyes, again, 
completely inspired and all that. So I think it would be kind of cool to play that song if anybody has not heard it in a while or has never heard it at all. Sure, I've got a a live performance from 1981 queued up. Go for it. I think it's kind of cool. It all ties back. All right, stand by. Imagine somebody in solitary confinement keeping this song alive in their head. Like my father died, my father died. 
<laughs> so that was uh, from 1981. She must have been like, what, 1920, something like that? I don't know, but I just laugh looking at that because one of the questions I asked her the second time I interviewed her uh, had to do with um, uh, had to do with um, if if she liked getting older. And I think she was about 50 when I interviewed her, um, and now she's like 57 or something like that, very close to that. Um, and she's like, no, you know, getting older is one of the best things ever. And I'm like, I totally agree. So we were talking about, uh, we were talking to Stu Gerard, a.k.a. Stu G., who is one of the lead uh, people in, in the, the band Delirious. He put together this project called the Beatitudes Project, brand new uh, project. And if you just joined us, you don't know anything about it, just go back and watch the replay of the show. Amy Grant did a song called Morning Light on it. We, we already played that in the show. Um, other other uh, Christian artists that contributed to it were Anthony Skinner, uh, Audrey, Audrey Assad, Becky Harding, uh, Hillsong did uh, a couple songs on there. Martin Smith did, and uh, Michael W. Smith actually contributed to it as well. So if you guys haven't got it yet, uh, I would encourage you to go get it. I actually, like I said, I have it, and it's one of the benefits of what I do. I get a free copy of it, but uh, you can get it at iTunes and you can actually go and you can listen to most of it on YouTube. All I got to do is put in the Beatitudes Project. You can follow Stu Gerard at Stu Geo on Twitter at a s uh, at at a t or at s t u g i o because he owns his own production company. And there's going to be a film coming out about it later. And like he already agreed to come on and talk about that when it comes out too. So. I hope you join us tomorrow. Are we doing a thing tonight? We are, right? Yeah. We'll be back tonight. But uh, join us tomorrow when we have Pastor Pete coming on the show for the whole hour. It's been a it's been a gas pack week. We've been very, very blessed. So uh, thank you guys for coming in. Remember, be bold and up. Go with God. Love you tonight.